Andy Ruggles, partner with PwC. I lead our U.S. tax reporting and strategy practice. Sitting with Mark Sumlin, also a partner in our tax reporting and strategy practice. Mark, we're talking about tax functions and global tax functions and how they're commonly organized when we say tax operating model or their org design. I think that there are four common operating models. I know you and I have had a lot of lively discussions on this topic. Can you take me through and explain very briefly what are the four common tax operating models that we see with our clients here in the U.S. as well as globally? Sure. I think that it's important to acknowledge that these four kind of sit on a continuum, if you will. There are people who will land in between some of these. But if we tried to pick kind of discrete toll gates along the way, we would say the first model, which we see most commonly, it's that legacy operating model of we hire the talent to kind of manage the global life cycle of the tax function. And we own all the activities from the corporate center. Maybe we rely a little bit on pockets of controllership or, or other shadow tax personnel to help enable the function. But by and large, it's completely owned within the tax department, and we don't really need the help of a lot of other folks to get the job done. Moving to the right, though, on the continuum, we do find a, a number of tax organizations starting to look at other enabling structures, shared service centers and, and centers of excellence, our migratory patterns we're seeing in the broader finance organization that tax is starting to take advantage of. So there's this movement from I own everything within the corporate center to maybe there are some strategic activities that as a tax group I can centralize, use standardization and automation to get it done maybe a little bit easier, maybe de dedicate and devote some resources to it instead of little pockets of FTEs sitting decentralized at the business or in locations and it's a more effective way of operating. The third model is kind of going one step further than that, and it's saying, you know what, maybe I'll take some tax activities that don't add strategic value for me, and I'm going to move them outside the four walls of the organization. I'm going to start to employ either strategic co-sourcing or, or outsourcing to take activities that maybe aren't part of my mission statement, if you will, uh, things that are highly commoditized or maybe just don't add a lot of strategic value, and I'm going to have a, a service provider help me with that. Or maybe it's things that are highly specialized. I can't justify the full-time resource devotion to it, so using a strategic third party is going to be a more effective way for me to operate. And then the last model really just kind of continues down that path. Let's not just take some things strategically outside the four walls of the organization, but let's take all of tax. Let's take the entire function and let's move that into some sort of a managed services environment where a third party is really owning that function for me because it might not be core to the principles I've set for what is a successful finance organization. Yeah, thanks, Mark. I think those four categories make sense. I agree with you that it's really about a continuum. Within that, it's important to break down the key design elements that feed into the tax function, as well as think about how do you drive automation and technology wherever you fall on the spectrum. So thanks for joining me in the discussion today. Thanks for having me.